Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. Now this is one of those rare ones where I actually have a guest in studio and I almost actually, um, I get asked all the time for people to be a guest on my show or why I don't have guests and the truth is I'm in Australia and so all of my guests would be Australian and I'm like, who do I know who has different accents and different things like that? And But then I was like, I really want to have this guest on because she's someone who's very, very special to me. And also, um, we actually run a lot of different things together and, and a business together, really, outside of how you guys know me. So I wanted to bring her on. So I'm just going to, you know, hi, Naomi. Hi, hey, Denise. How you doing, babe? Before I introduce you, it's always weird. <laughs> when, when you're sitting here, right? And listening yeah. to your bio. And then it's like, hi. Um, so... A lot of listeners might have heard me talk about you before and say, Naomi does this and Naomi does that. So I'm going to read your bio. Um, So Naomi Findlay is an experienced interior designer, project manager and stylist and badass woman. That's not in there. Who also loves sharing her passions and experience by teaching others. And you're an amazing teacher, actually. So. I know you had a former, former career, but on this bio, former owner of a st- home staging company, Silk, which is how we met each other, I think. Yeah. Because no. Yeah. When I when I first started Silk, I think. Yeah. Because you home staged my house. Um, a renovator of more than 120 homes and commercial spaces, including some of mine. Yes. Um, you also own a farm, and that's been fun, Walk Ivory, Esta- Walk Ivory Estate, which is a beautiful space. And you also teach renovation. And it says, Naomi has a particular passion for rural properties, which is hilarious. I actually kind of have got a bit of a thing happening, haven't I? Know. I? We are both horny for yeah, an old shed, we- aren't we? <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so fu- – oh, yes, absolutely. Sometimes I think I need to remember to, you know, wash my hands and take my boots off. That's true. So we share that in common. But I saw on here too, she also does set design and styling for entrepreneurs' video content. Ooh, who have you worked with before? Oh, you know, one or two chicks. <laughs> so Naomi actually did all of the set design for our Sacred Money Archetypes course. And most anytime I do a video, especially if I do it um, at my farm or at my house, Naomi does the sets for it. And she has for a long time actually now. 100%. Like, yeah. As long as I can remember now. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. So a lot of those early money boot camp yes ones the ones you did in the studio yes. with the cane lounges yes. yeah the real boho beach denise oh my gosh we have to talk about that that's when we cr- recreated my whole lounge room in a blank in empty studio <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious but you've also um yeah so many of any time you've seen a video it's probably been styled by naomi even if i filmed it in a different state because she sends things with me um, I do. I pack up little boxes. You do. I know. Or I find a minion, bless one of the many men that I get to work with, and I make them drive them to I you. Know. And then I take photos, and you go move that thing <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, so Naomi has won multiple awards for her design work. A regular contributor to media outlets. Um, you have um, co-hosted TV shows. You have been a design expert on TV shows. You've just come from a home show where you were. Were you like a demonstration lady no, showing no. people? What I happened? was no. like a Delvin Delaney. Were you showing people no. how to do things? I was MC and speaker. So I oh, okay. ran the interiors um, of the show, which oh, was really cool. cool, which was really, really cool. And one of the things I love the most about it is there were so many people that it was their first time speaking on stage oh. and they had great content and great energy, but they just were so terrified. So I actually really loved kind of being able to be the mama bear. Because you're not scared about that at all. No, not remotely. You are so. You are probably one of the bravest people I know. Oh my god, am I going to cry already into this freaking episode? Oh, babe. But you are. You're so hardworking. You're so brave. Oh. Nothing daunts you, which I so appreciate. And so, I mean, the reason why I got Naomi on here, there's a couple of reasons. One is a really funny reason, actually. Okay, go. Which I would have totally interviewed you anyway. But Naomi and I are working on a project together. We. We bought an old bank, mm. 
um, that we bought last year. Yes. And we wanted to turn it into uh, a retail space, an Airbnb space. And like I, I love old buildings as well, as you know I do, but I am useless. I can't do anything. <laughs> You're not meant to. You have your own skill set. But I am, yeah, let's face it. I've got the the vision, but no follow through, right? So Naomi and I and Mark, my husband, we bought this bank together. And, um, you know, Naomi's in charge of making it nice. Yes, <laughs> and making it good, making it safe, making it everything. Safe. Safe. Boring shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, part of that is that Naomi's got all these amazing um, partnerships with these brands. And so a tiling company, um, which we'll talk about in a sec, Blue Space, uh, has given us all these free tiles for the the bank. And so I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do my first sponsored Literally. Podcast your reply episode. was so cute because it's kind of normal in my world. I'm so like, normal. Yeah, I can talk about that and I can post that. I'm like, hey, babes, we really need to do this. And you were like, what? What? How do I do? What do I do? It sounds weird. So please, no one listening think I'm selling out or anything like that or I'm going to turn into, uh, you know, a spruker for, hey, take these vitamin pills oh and took these things. But I'm like, this amazing company, Blue Space, who actually, um, I was on their website the other day for another project. Which is actually hilarious, which to is be honest with hilarious. you. Hilarious. And so I'm like, please don't think I'm like a sellout, but like I got to do an ad for this company as well because they're giving us some amazing tiles for Phenomenal tiles, phenomenal tapware. We're really quite lucky. And you know what I like about them? Um, there are so many big corporates everywhere that you could partner with or work with. But these guys are a little bit... um. They're a bit innovative, like okay. quite entrepreneurial, women yep. run, like I've only oh, ever we spoke love this, to a woman there, like head of marketing, woman, head of sales, woman, head of tapware division that came to see me on the weekend and bought me a gift, woman. Nice. I, so I was like, it's I'm liking like. this more and more. So can you just do a quick ad? We will mention them a few times. And seriously, please don't send me a message saying I'm selling out. I don't care. I've got these amazing tiles for this amazing space. But um, can you just quickly give us a bit of the ad? I know they've got a coupon code and then. And um, this, I really want to share and talk about some of the projects we're working on together, the good, bad and the ugly. Oh, there's plenty of good, bad and ugly, but I can do that for you. So the supplier of the tapware and the tiles and vanities, everything you'd need, hardware for the inside of your bathrooms and kitchens is The Blue Space. So thebluespace.com.au and they have given everyone who's listening, Australian-based, a 10% off coupon code for anything that they'd like off their website. That's which nice. if you're renovating, that's pretty kind of cool. That's nice. And I think it is chill 10, as in the number 10. Yeah, chill, chill, one zero. But everything will be in the show notes. So we can now move on talking about totally. everything I'll, else. I'll, I'm happy to mention them again, but it was just a really interesting experience for me. Um, you know, I've never taken advertising or anything like that. And mm. so I was like really freaked out about it at first. I was like, oh my God, do I have to like be like, hey, buy some tiles, <laughs> buy some tiles. You're going to tap dance? No, seriously, <laughs> I was really worried about it. And then I thought, oh my God, but it means then there's an excuse to bring you into the studio and talk about a lot of things that we talk about almost we every day. We actually have really brave conversations, to be honest with you. Yeah. You're probably one of the few people in my life that asks really big questions, but you actually want to know the answer, Oh, which is really different. Okay. Like there's a pile of people in the world that are like, how are you? Do they really want to hear it? No. How, how are your children? How's this happening? How's that happening? How's this launch going? How's that project going? They really often, most people, to save energy, just want you to go, oh, great, thanks. But you actually want to know the answer. Oh, that's nice. That's true. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I think I've got a very small group of friends in real life. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah, <laughs> and we speak all the time. We do, yes. So I just want to um, – what's really funny too, this is a bit of a confession, um, another friend of ours, Tammy Guest, who is an amazing entrepreneur, when I found out that you guys lived next to each other, yeah. I was like super jealous all the time. Oh, I was really? Like, oh, my God, they get to see each other all the time. And then – you and I started working together all the time and I thought, oh, maybe Tammy gets jealous that we talk about the farm all the time and the bank and all the projects that we Number three is on. really weird, isn't it? As in three, as always, growing up, my mum was like, never be in a group of three girls. Like that was like a lesson of life. And it's funny, I was talking about the three of us actually at the home show because we're all so different with such different talents and come from such different backgrounds and we're all very different but so connected. And um, one of the ladies there went, oh, my God, you're part of for three and I'm like yeah and it actually works beautifully oh it really does yeah yeah totally but yeah I always thought oh my god they're hanging out without me because they <laughs> live next door to each other 
And um, yeah, really funny. So I actually had a, I really wanted to ask you questions about money. Okay. You know, because I, I think it's just a really interesting conversation, especially when you're working together mm. with someone, which we do so closely now. So closely. And we have, we have quite different, um, like money mindsets in lots of ways, different strengths and challenges. And I think, too, um, we have different money archetypes. Oh, my gosh, yes. we do. So what are your money archetypes? I can never remember your exact order. Do you remember I, what they are? I don't know my exact order, but I know I fluctuate and I can bounce between these little buggers like as quick as. <laughs> so um, there's romantic, 100%. Yes. There's accumulator, yes. 100%. And there is definitely a little bit of maverick floating around in me. Yes. Um, especially when it comes to projects. Not ever when it comes to myself, but on a project, I can I can maverick that shit up. Is that because, too, you work in a very male-dominated industry? Oh, my gosh. I feel like headbutting the microphone. Like, yes. Yeah, because yes. I have to tell you guys, too, Naomi's not the kind of, oh, I'm a designer. I'm just wearing, like, wafty linen clothes. Like, most of the time <laughs> I when I... don't own linen. You do. But most of the time when I see you, Naomi, you are wearing hardcore tradie boots. Yes, every day. And shorts. And yep. I mean, from, uh, you know, from waist up, you always have a nice linen shirt. You always yes. have lovely makeup on and stuff like that. But you are like hardcore in the dirt. Oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would never, I'm definitely not a skilled tradesman by any means, but um, I muck in. 100%. You really do. You can yeah. do anything. Yeah. Like, well, you could- I like to try. And if I can't, I'll ask and I'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I always thought that you might be a bit of a ruler because oh. you have – I honestly, whenever I talk about you with other people, I go, Naomi's got a clone <laughs> because I just don't know how you do so much and you're so dedicated to each one of your projects. Like you're a mum of four. Yes. Um, you're a wife. You've got multiple projects and businesses and – things that you're working on including you write books you write yeah, books absolutely and, um you you know you do things like emceeing you do tv shows you also have design clients you know nice design clients not just uh, yep. you know ripping um, walls shit out like me like <laughs> and and you grow roses and you grow flowers and i'm like Naomi's got a clone because I do not understand how she can give 100% to each of those areas and be such a good mum because you really are. That's You're very a kind. really good mum. And like you've got an elite athlete daughter that you are driving to Sydney for all the time for training. I'm like, I don't get it. How do you fit so much in? That's why I always think you're a ruler, but you're I, not, You're right? actually, you are... I can, I absolutely on projects can whip out ruler, big style. Not in my personal life, but on projects, without doubt. Um, that is certainly part of my personality type. And generally- Your boss. Yeah. You're a, a control freak too, let's face oh, it. I was about to swear, but <laughs> ab- absolutely I'm a control freak. And I'm a control freak. I'm one of, I don't, and I don't know what archetype this plays into, but I'm- to a fault loyal like yes. i'm outrageous That's connector i reckon yeah you're, or nurture you've got a lot of i think you're really balanced between a lot of these but yeah yeah and so i think when my ruler arcs up is if and i step into my ruler and when i step into my ruler i step into it with like boots balls boobs the lot oh like yeah if if i step into ruler it's it's elevated ruler it's not just like a little dash of it i like leave every other archetype behind and jump into it and that's generally if um if someone does wrong or or gets sort of my my alertness up about someone that i'm really loyal to um very much so like loyalty is probably one of the key loyalty and trust are what runs my entire life really Um, so I can absolutely, especially on a work site, I can boss that shit up. Oh, yeah. I've seen you. I've heard you. I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not always pleasant. Like I yeah, try and be it's kind. Respectful. And, yeah, it I try and be kind but... 99% of the time and I would never speak to anyone the way um, I wouldn't want to be spoken to. But I'm also not here to lick stamps. I'm not here to pretend. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to get projects over the line, create beautiful spaces, do it in the best efficient way 
most profitable, most wonderful experience possible. And if people are on that train, they're absolutely on my train. And like most of my trades have been on, been on my train for like 15 years. But if you try and unshackle a carriage, I will run you over. <laughs> it's that simple. Like, <laughs> see, that's, that's so the funny. ruler. That's the ruler in me. Yeah, and probably that maverick too of just take no, take no shit really. But no. But I think it's really interesting that romantic side because sometimes romantics can be very laid back as in – like they just can't be bothered, and that's never something that comes. You no. can be bo- you're bothered about everything. I am. I actually am. No, but I? you are. You're always like. There's never something where you go, "Oh, that's too hard. I can't be bothered." You're just like, "I'll make it happen." And, but your romantic is very much about beauty and possibility. Yes, yes. Making things beautiful. A hundred percent. You're right. You know me so well. It is all about making beauty. We could make that pretty, babes, is what I always say to you. Yes. We could make that pretty, babe. It's going to be okay. We can fix that, hun. Like, I'm there. That's what I, how I believe. Um, but yes, it's never, there's never a, oh, it's okay. I can't be fucked. Like, ever. No, no, never. No, 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 no. Although there's some things that you... You go, Denise, no, we're not going to salvage that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But most of the time you just go, I can see it. We And I think you and I don't have to explain that much to each other. Or sometimes you'll go, okay, what do, what do you see in that, babe? Yeah. What are you thinking? Where are you thinking for that, babe? Where are you thinking? Where are you thinking? Where's, where have you landed? And when you, you say that, I know, okay, oh, she just thinks that's, no, <laughs> that's a vile of shit. That can't be fixed. That's fine. But most of the time, you know, you, you just see the beauty in everything. Um, which is, I think, has gotten both of us in trouble a lot. So, oh what, shit, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Between, I am absolutely your enabler. Between yes. your vision and my, we can make that happen, hun. Like, yes. oh, holy shit. So let's talk about that after the break because I did an episode recently about should you go into business with your best friend. Yeah. Um, I've done episodes about should you go into business with your husband. No. Which both. Both of us have done, so that's a good one. And also a lot of people ask me about juggling kids and business. So I think there are three good things to talk about after this next break. Deal. Hey there, Jody Silverman here from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a mindset and happiness coach for empty nest moms and midlife women and host of Beyond Empty Nest podcast. I was stressed, overwhelmed, and ready to walk away from a business I loved when a friend suggested Denise's book, Chillpreneur. The title alone hit me someplace deep. Through this book, I've gotten clear on embracing a business model that has allowed me to have more ease and flow in my business and life overall. Reading Chillpreneur renewed my excitement for my business and led me on to the next part of my journey, which was saying yes to her money boot camp. More on that next time. Until then, get the book and dare on. I'm Heather Landex, a food inclusivity mentor from the UK, and my smaha from the Money Archetypes course was to unlearn things I've learned from a previous business coach. I need to stop attracting the wrong people with the wrong values because it's too much hard work because I know now that I'm a connector and it makes so much sense that I shouldn't be aiming for celebrities and feel like an imposter. I can reorganize my branding and have entire networks of cool people attracted to me. Hey, welcome back. So I hope you're enjoying this episode. I feel like Naomi and I could make this a three-hour episode because there's so, <laughs> so many good. there's so many layers to it. And we've done so many things together over the, the last couple of years. And I feel like there's so many more projects to come too. I agree. Yeah. Because I always see old buildings and you see old and we go, oh, couldn't we like do We've this got the this? hotel and we've got the foundry and we've got, you know, these are all projects that we're already manifesting that we've found old buildings for and sure. we're just dreaming about them i agree and i i agree i f- <laughs> really feel that there's a lot ahead yes and and i think too when our kids are a little bit older i mean yours are older than mine i think there's a lot of travel in our future too because i was thinking i would have loved to come down to melbourne see you a bit on stage oh yeah i, I saw something um nantucket i was like let's go to nantucket like yes. i think there'd be so many cool like buying trips in big inverted commas or inspiration trips yes. like you know if we got a hotel and it was french based we'd totally need to go to france i agree so i think there's a lot of fun things oh and i was just going to say if anyone is interested in following our project so your instagram please just say it out loud so i can know it's 
properly? It's Naomi Findlay Official. Yes. Okay. Naomi Findlay Official. And Naomi's Insta, I love it because she shares so many different projects that she's working on. If you love makeover stuff, um, it's it's really beautiful. You do a really great job on your Thank social you. media, by the way. Um, and we also work together on our um, on my farm, which is Lawn Rose Farm. Naomi um, takes care of a lot of the flowers there. She also project manages. We're doing the barn at the moment. We're trying to make God. We've for three years we've been trying to get council permission to do events. We're getting so much closer. Um, and also our newest project that we're working on together is the Brankston Bank. So the Instagram for that, which doesn't have a lot on it at the moment, it will soon. That's Brankston with an X. So B R A N X T O N Bank. And um, I, I mean Naomi sends me a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. We just haven't put it on yet, and it's freaking stunning. It's crazy. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. So it is an old bank, but it looks like a like an old English it looks like an old English bank. Really, it looks like it? an old English cottage. Yeah, it doesn't it? And it's got the old um vault in it and the Absolutely. Old bank manager's residence, which you are um, doing at the moment. And yeah, it's it just looks great. I need to come out and see it. But I just know because it's all the messy stuff and I'm just not. It's no fun know, right now. No, 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 it's, it's not. no fun. At the moment, we're coexisting with rats. So don't oh, come out lovely. just now. Delightful. <laughs> but what I think is really fun working on those projects too is, you know, you are, it's your area of expertise. Yeah. Colors and, and, you know, tiles and things like that. But I've just learned so much from you about transforming things. Thank you. But it's like too much now because I want to transform everything. How yeah. do you not? No, I'll see places and it won't make sense financially. And I just think, but I want to make it beautiful. How yep. do you deal with that? I think it is an affliction. Yeah, I truly do think it is an affliction. And you will often call me on on that sort of stuff with smaller things. I'll be like, "But babe, we can repair it. We can make it beautiful." And you'll be like, "Hun, no." And <laughs> when which do is I going, say that? When do oh, I say no? About some little things, like little things when we're doing the garage sale. Oh, okay. Yes. Remember, and I'm like, "No, we're going to keep it, and we're going to do it up." And then I was doing the opposite to you. We would absolutely well, oscillating. Well, made me throw out heaps of things and I went to a thrift store and I was like, oh, this is nice. And I went, oh, these are all the things that Naomi made me throw out. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I was going to buy them all. done that. I was going to buy them all back. Um, yeah. So I think it is an affliction and I think it just has to be tempered. And this is going to sound really unromantic or non-romantic. It has to be tempered with reality. Like it has to be tempered with uh, if I want to go broke, I could do it at home snuggling my kids and my dog, mm-hmm. you know. And so there, when it comes to money, because we can manifest and we can be romantic and we can be all these things, but when you're looking at the sort of money that you have to put into property, you, you really need to have the other half of your brain engaged as well. You yeah. can't just be all left brain. But like I, you, you have to. I am a bit like that and I think that's probably one of the challenges of working together too definitely is that um because I've got that uh, rule and maverick side and like I don't always like to look at the budgets and things like that I'll sometimes be like why didn't we do this and you go into I'll action that and I'm like oh I don't think I meant it but okay fine and also because you've got the accumulator side too where you are actually details focused um like it's that I think it, you know, for future business or for people listening who are in business, it can be really hard when someone doesn't want to look at the details and doesn't care how much things cost. And then someone really does. You have to be a bit of a Debbie Downer sometimes. Right? And you know what's really hard being the want to make things beautiful, romantic, and the I can do it ruler is when my I can go from that to accumulator at the drop of a hat and it's actually like being pulled through a hedge backwards yeah like it's like having a pap smear because i'll be like looking at something and i'll be like oh my god that color yes i've smashed that oh my gosh that looks great oh i'm so glad we made that decision and then i can get an invoice through for like fifty-two thousand with a spreadsheet attached that is you know a hundred rows long that i need to pour over and i need to find money i need to pull something back in and and so it's quite an abrupt money mindset change. And I actually, I sometimes feel the up and down of that 
I sometimes mm. feel like the elation and the withdrawal of, of changing between those. And I think that sometimes people could feel that, feel that in any business. Oh, you know, yeah. they could be in that massive creation space, regardless of whether they're a maverick, whether they're a romantic, a nurturer. And they, yeah, like I think sometimes our money archetypes aren't diametrically opposed, but they can be quite different to one another and understanding how you feel and how it affects your attitude when you get pulled between them or you move between them I think that's really important oh absolutely and I mean there's remember when I really wanted to get like one of those baths from England and they were like (laughs) $15,000 yes and it was just like no well do you remember the lights that we looked at that were like $2,000 each and we needed like 10 I know but sometimes I like sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, let's just pay it. But then you know what I hate paying for? Concrete and things like that. I know. So unsexy. <laughs> I hate getting those invoices where it's like thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars just for concrete. It's literally just so or boring. steel. It's like oh, and the steel's in it. the concrete. I know. It's so boring. Or a water tank that goes under the ground that I don't even <laughs> see. I'm just like, ugh. But I still and I always send you I reckon once a Every couple of weeks, I always send you one of those amazing um, English sinks with them. Yes, <laughs> and you're literally. always like, "No, babe, they're really expensive. We can't do it." And I'm like, "I really want it." I know, but no, we can't because, especially this bank um, project that we're working. Because a lot of the projects we're working on have been, you know, me hiring you, and yeah. for this one, we're partners in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, which is a different energy totally different and i it's so funny the trades notice the difference in me oh, really at the bank compared to me at the rose farm yeah because at the rose farm they'll be like naomi and i'm like no it is what's been briefed it is what denise wants this is how we want it oh and i'm the invisible bad cop no you're not it's more like <laughs> um you know I, and i'll be really honest no i really want this or no denise really wants this and it doesn't actually matter to you why guys like this is what we want whereas yeah. at the bank it's very different they'll be like um i've been really clear to them this is not the rose farm this is actually a business and my decisions here are made on aesthetic and on business very different yeah and they they notice it very much so they'll come to me going so i've been thinking there might be a better way and i'm like wonderful tell me that's wonderful so yeah really different energy really different purpose oh definitely and um yeah, it's, it's a challenge, I think, sometimes too, um, especially for property and especially for some of the projects that we've been wanting to work on, you know, worrying about interest rates, worrying about, you know, boring stuff like mortgages and, and things like that and economy. And it's just, you know, it can be really challenging, but it's also really fun. Oh, 100%. There is certainly a grown-up side because you know how I don't really like to be super grown-up. There's definitely a grown-up side to working in property and on projects like every time the the bank releases, you know, you and I look at each other or Mark and I send each other a text going, oh. Yeah. Um, Or when, you know, everyone starts tightening their belts and staying at our places less because Mm. everyone else is worried about the economy. Like there is a really grown-up side. But I absolutely wouldn't change it. It's so fun. It is so fun. And, it is fun. you know, I once had um, someone who I don't particularly admire, but they did tell me something kind of cool. Um, it was a man. He once said to me, Naomi, if you're not, if you're not sometimes jumping between fear and excitement, then you're probably not pushing yourself yeah, that's far true. enough. That's true. You know, if, if you're just constantly, oh, that's cool, then you're probably not pushing yourself to where you really can reach into the corners. Yeah. That's true. And especially when it comes to things like restoring old properties and stuff, there's a lot of unknowns and, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, there's always ghosts in our pl- places and things like that. It's just always funny. But anyway, I want to just shift for a little bit because um, there's not that many people I know who are as honest as you are about the challenges of working with your spouse. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it really can be. And you know this because you know me so intimately. You know Mark as well. You've been, you've seen, you know, the challenges that we've had yeah. working together. And you no longer work with no, your partner. Not. So, 
so it was your business. You were a home staging, yep. so um, had a, a business property styling that. and design business. Yep. And he came out of corporate. He's a. I need to put in the caveat now. Like, don't That's think okay. I'm a horrible wife. He's a wonderful, amazing human, a phenomenal He's dad. Lovely. Love him to pieces. Same but with my husband. But exactly. Seriously. Yeah. Exactly. It's annoying as well. But. Oh my gosh. And so he came out of corporate and started to work with me slash for me in you know sort of first sales orientated which is his talent and then sort of more business management and why did you guys do that because the reason why i did it is because i was like i'm making good money there's no flexibility why are you in this corporate job and so it was very much like oh it's for freedom not necessarily you know i mean he worked in marketing before but why did you guys do it i think um when i look back on it he'd been with the company he'd been with for a really long time i actually and this just came to me then when you asked it because i'm like what a great great question i actually think he saw the romance of your own business and like, oh you just get to have coffee whenever you want and go for lunch you have so much freedom and you have no corporate reporting and you know and he is phenomenal at sales and i it's certainly not where i like to spend my time so i think he saw a bit of a need i think he wanted out of Mm. his existing corporate and i think there might have been some romance around the idea of working in property he loves property but he's really bad at it and he'll be cool with me saying that he (laughs) is shit at it he is banned from choosing any property from like i think about six years ago i'm like never choosing a property again let's be very clear because he's more like me of just going oh that sounds nice i know he just just not enough due diligence and just every property he's ever chosen to be honest with you has been shite okay and so i'm like just no more let's stick to his own dude you have so much amazingness stick to your amazingness not mine so it didn't work out for you guys? No, I just – I'm a lot to be married to. Yeah, like, me too. You we're are, hard, babe. You're a lot. We're a lot. We are. <laughs> we always are like, oh, we're bitches. We're the worst we are. wives. We're a but, lot, but we're also amazing. And as I've said to you, like whenever I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm a lot, I'm really fast-paced, he's not. I'm really ruler when it comes mm-hmm. to running my business. I am ruler when it comes to running my business um, and time. I'm like with my time, I'm like I create time, I make time, it, it, there is time, we have time, I will do it. You're the alpha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm badass alpha in, in my business, not in, not in life but in my business I am. Yeah. And um, it didn't work because I, I, I think we both struggled – to separate the humans at work to the humans at home. Mm. So when I would be at work thinking, well, you did a shit job of that. Well, you didn't do that. I don't care if it's still on your list. I would have that done today. You should have had that done today. Why wasn't that done today? Like, It's not super sexy, is it? It's far out, man. It is so unsexy. It's so unsexy. It's so unappealing. And eventually it erodes, to be honest with you. It eventually erodes into the relationship where it's really hard to separate the, um, if I wasn't married to, I'd fire you, or more, um, hey, that sort of, like, it's hard to separate the sex. It's hard yeah. to separate the attraction part of the marriage to the characteristics you see in that person as an employee. Yeah. You know, so as an employee, you'd be like, talk faster, walk, work faster, walk, walk faster. Like, I'm just like, do it faster, do it better. Do it faster, do it better. Be better, be better. Yeah. And so I, it's just, I found it. Lots of people can do it. I can't. I found it too hard to separate the qualities I saw in him as an employee with the man I love. Yeah. And was it hard to dismantle or was it an easy decision, mutual um, decision? No, to be honest with you, to talk about he, um, Andrew got to a point where he just couldn't cope working with me. Yeah. He really couldn't cope. It's not easy. He, he nearly broke because yep. I, wasn't, I wasn't easy to work with as a wife. I couldn't do it. No. If it was the flip side, I'd be like, no, I'm not working There's with you. no way. No. And so he got to the point where he was like, I actually, I'm struggling. I'm struggling in day-to-day life because this is all too much. And so I, as my alpha, um, stood up and went, cool, you can't work with me anymore. Let's find you a job. And, you know, we wrote his CV together because I'm a control freaking alpha. We job searched together because I'm a control freaking alpha. He um, got a job. I helped him interview prep. I found a business development manager that I employed. I taught him how to train them. He got a job. Boom. Done. Yeah. And is he happier? Oh, my God. He's so happy. He's so good at what he does. And he so loves what he does now. It's, It's so worth it. 
Yeah. It's so worth it. And, yeah, it was so – it was all really shitty at the time. Yeah, I get that. Um, but worth it. Yeah, I get that because I, I think with Mark too, this is the reason, you know, why we're shifting and changing my business and so we don't have to work as closely together. Yes. I can't see him having a, a job. But you know what Mark's like? He wants to be on the PNC. Yeah. You know, he wants to volunteer. He wants to do ethics teaching at the school. I think he wants, to, you know, he would do some football training and stuff again, being a football coach. That's so exciting. And I think it's really hard to work for someone else's business that you're not the face of, who you're also married to. I actually think Mark can compartmentalize it better than me because he's always attracted to me no matter what. Like yeah. if I've been a bitch to him, he'll still be attracted to me. Whereas the other way, I'm like, I'm so angry at you for that typo. And I'll carry that for like three weeks. Yeah. But they say, remember, that foreplay for a chick's between the ears, not between the legs. Totally. And I just, it's t- it's too tricky for me to to do it. So I just really appreciate that because I think so many people, especially in the entrepreneurial world, it's seen as like a rite of passage to like retire your husband. Yeah, and yeah. Work together in the business. And it works for lots of reasons, for flexibility and especially if, you you know, your kids are small or if you have complementary skill sets. But it's not always easy. No. And um, I think it's really important to look at the other side of it and it's not a failure if it doesn't work out. Absolutely um, not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Totally fine. All right. So the last thing I want to talk to you about, and this is going to be a, you know, a, a longer episode than I normally do because, God, I want to talk about everything with you. I, I just want us to have a podcast. We could. I imagine know. it. I want us to have a show where we ride around in a little van and we renovate little things. And we do pretty stuff. I know. I like pretty stuff. I like pretty stuff too. Um, mo- uh, motherhood and business ambitions, right? Because you and I are both very masculine in our ambitions and we've never – I don't feel like we – think oh we're mums or we're women we can't do it but there is a massive freaking juggle oh around it's that absolutely and huge you have four kids I have three and you know all of our kids have their different challenges and stuff like that so it's a really tricky question to ask and I'm not even sure where I'm what I'm asking because I hate that question of how do you juggle motherhood <laughs> and business um but I would love to hear you're obviously a really ambitious person as in you're ambitious because you're always growing and you want to do lots of different things. You want to yep. have your hands in a lot of different things. And yeah. I suspect you don't say no to a lot of things because you can and want to do it all. I used to never say no to things. Okay. Now I only say yes to things if I love the physical act of it. Okay. So I would. there's a lot of things that I would just say yes to before because I could do it. Yeah. In the last sort of three or four years, I'm like, just because I can do it doesn't mean I should will it light my soul up to do that? Yeah. And if it won't, not doing it. Yes. And a really great example of this, and um, I won't, I mean, it depends on how much you're allowed to talk about it, but um, you filmed a TV show. Yeah. And they, a lot of TV shows, they're like, oh, we won't pay you. It's a really good experience for your brand. And then it never made it to air, which happens, right? Yeah. They aired like two episodes, one episode um, Which, and so you didn't even make it to air because you were no. in the second episode. Yep. Do you know what's hilarious though? Yeah. Made it to air in every other country. Oh no! So not all, here. The, all your US listeners, anyone to talk about what the show's called? Yeah, it's Changing Rooms. Oh, Changing Rooms. So yeah. it's on Amazon Prime. Apparently, I get messages from America. I get messages from Canada and England. Like it was quite, probably four years ago now. Easy, four or five years ago now. Um, and but it's so interesting you talk about it because I was. There's so many people in my world that you're you're right. People are like, but I just want to be on TV because my brand will explode and my database will explode and everyone will want to do my course and everyone will want to and I'm just going to do it. Well, I was I was really lucky. They paid really well. I know, but but I think that's not everyone would have negotiated that and gone. No, I'm going to get paid for it. Some people were going, yeah, I'll do it for experience. A hundred percent. So, but but I guess too, when you've got a family, you have to be like, well, that's that's time away from my business, my family, my clients, not just for the ego of being on TV. Exactly, and whatever. I think that's where there's that there's so many opportunities in business to ask yourself: Is this an ego decision? All the time, all the time. Yeah. Is that an ego decision? And I, am I just? And you know what? If the answer's yes, and you work through it, and there's not a big risk in it, go for it, base. Yeah. If it works for you, go for like it. Like writing a book, right? Yeah. 
that's the thing of that's the equivalent I think in my industry of being on TV. It's like, oh, cool, I've got a book deal, and it's like, yeah, but that's not going to get you anything. It's not going to pay the mortgage. It's not right. <laughs> it's an opportunity, but you've got to do something exactly, with it. and it's totally okay. You just have to be really clear about it, right? Yeah. If so, if you want to, if you want to be on TV because you want to be on TV, great, but don't justify it by saying that you think there's going to be a pile of money behind it. There could be totally, but there could not. Yeah, absolutely. And back on the family thing too, things like TV, things like speaking. Oh, you did a whole big speaking thing for a while, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I toured the country. My daughter was asking me a so interesting conversation. Mm. So my daughter picked me up from the airport last night. She's 17. Bless her. Had made me a gin in a Yeti cool cup and bought my favourite <laughs> chocolate. Picked me up from the airport with my youngest, who's currently my favourite. Yes, I totally have favourites at different ages. Um, and, that, and she was driving, which and, is must feel amazing really interesting in my ute of course in my truck and so she picked me up I'm like babes I'll drive home she goes you can't because I bought you a gin I was like oh gorgeous anyway my little one was in the back and something came up about um Huddy my little one he's 10 and he's very attached to me he was like mommy you were gone a long time I'm like babes it was three days like it's okay and G actually said to him you don't remember when mommy was away every weekend and I looked at her and I went I was wasn't I babes for three and a half years I was away I think it was 30 weekends a year and do you know what's so interesting though I said I said to her I was babe but you know what? She goes, you earn a lot of money then, mum. And if you didn't earn that money, we wouldn't have the farm. We wouldn't yes. be able to go to Europe like we did backpacking together last year. We wouldn't be able to do that. So I get it. Oh. And I just went, oh, that was one proud parenting moment. But wow. I think that around parenting, that's really interesting because I think sometimes with parenting and working, we don't see the seeds we're sowing until a real lot lot later like who would have who would have thought g of all girls bless would have that awareness and be able to articulate that with everything that we've been through with g you've been through it with me you know and and who would have thought that so sometimes when you feel there's no impact sometimes when you feel they're not noticing sometimes when you feel that they just think that you're absent whether you are or not. And you know the other thing that I feel all the time with parenting is um, parenting and work is that um, don't get too hung up on their perception and what they're articulating now Mm. Um, because sometimes, you know, the amount of times I still every now and then I'll rush home to surprise everyone and I'll be like, oh, where is everyone? Because everyone has their own lives. Yeah, They're they all egocentric. Care. My 10-year-old's at the skate park. My 12-year-old's mountain bike riding. My husband's having a nap. I don't know, you know. And I'm like, oh, hey, I'm home. And, yeah, there's no one there. But I think – And also they don't always know, like, what other families are like because Willow yes. was – she sent me a text message and she goes, you're always working, you're always tired. And I thought, but she doesn't know that some parents leave – like my sister-in-law was telling me her dad had a, a corporate job. He had to leave at 6.30 to get on the train to commute to Sydney and then he'd be home at 7.30 every yep. night. And I'm like, they see us every morning, every night. Yep. And I'm tired because you guys wake up at freaking 5 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Do you know what what's super interesting? Bailey, my eldest, he's 19, about to turn 20. Very lovely S- yeah, person. He, he's a good kid. Um, he will... Um, he will sometimes say to the little boys, like if they're ever like, because I, I leave really early for work because I want to always beat the tradesman to sight. I need to be sorted. I need to be prepped. I need to make sure that they are set up the best they can to start their day. Yeah. So they, I bet they always turn up on time, right? Not they're always. Not, oh, okay. And they look at me and I wink <laughs> and then we move on with our day. And then I check the timesheets because I'm attention to detail and slight (laughs) control freak but he will sometimes say to the little boys so I was working in the hospital system when I had him and then I was working in the university system um when which we didn't even talk about by the way so you used to work in oncology yeah in radiation oncology and then eventually I think I just had Georgia so Bailey would have been like three I changed to the university system and you were a lecturer yeah in in that field yeah in radiation oncology and um 
And so he will sometimes say, we'll talk about it. And he's like, boys, you've got no idea. Mum used to be outside of the daycare at 7.35. If I had a fever, she would have the Nurofen in the car and she would give it to me at 7.37, which meant there was enough time by 7.45 when the daycare opened for the Nurofen to work and my fever to have gone down. And then she'd take me inside. And then she would pick me up because I used to finish work at 5.46 because that's the way the hospital system worked, and I get to him at five to six, I would have packed his dinner so he could eat it in the car yeah. on the way home before he fell asleep. Yeah. And that was our days, and that was a nine-day fortnight. And G even remembers, I went back to work with G in the hospital system at first when she was, I went back part-time when she was maybe three months, refused to take the bottle, only wanted a boob. And so we giggle about me running into the daycare with my boobs out because I'd have to go from the hospital to the daycare in my morning tea and my lunch break with my boobs out because she'd be screaming to be fed and then run back. And so I think that's right. I think it's important to remember that your kids eventually will, when they start visiting other families and start getting older and they're like, oh, someone says dad didn't get home to eight o'clock, mum. And it's like, yeah, he's working, babes. Like yeah. he's working. And so I think there it's important that we we need to be kind to ourselves. We really, really do. Yeah, because it's tiring. And like, I mean, your kids are out of that now, but I remember when we first met, you you still had kids in your bed every night. You guys played, you know, you 100%. didn't get that sleep either. And I'm like, I'm still in it. But there's so many mums listening, you know, they want to do their creative projects. They want to make money. They want to do all these things. And let's just acknowledge like – it's okay. Like it's really hard. It's sometimes. okay to say it actually sucks some yeah, days. It does suck. I think that's super important. I think it's really important to be super real and super like some of the messages between Denise and I about mumming and business. And kids were just like, I hate that. Yeah, like it's yeah. it can be seen as harsh, but it's actually beautiful to be able to be honest. Like you, you and Tammy joke about it all the time. Like I am. Not as in the ultimate mum, as in a great mum, but I'm like the I'm like a primitive mum where oh, I'm you like are. I would dismember someone yeah. if they hurt my child. Yeah. Like I would throw my body in front of a saber toothed tiger. <laughs> but you're tiger. like that with your friends too. Oh my god, yeah. I am. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. But um, so it's okay. It doesn't mean I love them less. It means I'm really real, and I think it's really important to be real. Like I'm not going to give parenting advice, but. Um, I'm really real with my kids as well. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like you are. Yeah. I actually don't know what to say right now. Yeah. I actually am making this up. I don't know how to fix this. Let's just try something together, and we'll see what happens. Because I think to pretend we know it all is foolish. Yeah, and I th- and I think there's it's a lot easier to come back from. I don't know. Let's have a try, compared to this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But I think it's really cool that um, both of our kids and like our families haven't spent tons of times together because we're always working together. Yeah, we are. Um, but I think it's cool that both of our kids have been able to see both of us working together because my kids mention you all the time. Actually, because you're my um, bad, bad cop, cop sometimes because <laughs> I'll say, oh, my God, at the farm, if they wreck something, I'll go, oh, Naomi, she, <laughs> she did that. She'd be so upset. And it took – only to the third kid for Piper, she goes, but it's our farm. Whereas the other two for ages were like, oh, I have to be good because Naomi's going to do the thing. But they know that you have your own business. Yes. Which is really cool. And also Lyndall, who we know who's you know selling my house, um, Piper sees her on billboards and yeah. she goes, oh, that's Lyndall. She's a boss and she knows that you're a boss and has your own business. And it's really cool for our kids to see that as well where, you know, we're friends but we're businesswomen and, you know, it's it's I actually love that exposure. And it's something that um, our, our builder and I talk about all the time. So he has four kids and we talk about all the time that I love um, he loves the exposure I can offer to his children of a different mindset, a different way of working. Yeah. And I love the exposure that he offers my children in regard to the it's figure outable, we can make that work. I can do that with my hands, you know, rather than I pay someone, which is, you know. So I I think that's a really – see, that's that whole tribal parenting though, right? Mm. And that community parenting. Like I'm – I'm such a believer in chosen family. Mm-hmm. Like I really am. And I'm such a believer in community parenting and 
tribal parenting as in like group parenting like I I just think there's so much to it my parents are amazing my brother's amazing all of that but the people that are really close in my life are really close in my life for a reason and it's because they're bloody wonderful and so why wouldn't I want why wouldn't I want my daughter to look at you and be like mum did you see Denise do this like why wouldn't I want that why wouldn't I want my little boys to go mum Denise has a really pretty house like Mm, how are we going to get a house like that one day why wouldn't I want that you know I think that's fun and I think you know it also means that you can be really real you can't always be super real with your own parents or your own family about how you feel about family but when it's you know community parenting you really can I love that so, oh my God, this has probably been my longest episode ever, but it's, um, let's just, do. have we pimped the tile company enough? Can we just mention them one more time? Again, <laughs> Naomi and I are working on a project. Naomi got some amazing um I can't wait to show the photos actually. Oh, I know. Well, that's the thing. You've. I will post them on my Insta as well. One, because yep. I want to. Two, because I've also contractually obligated to do so. But I want to show you guys some of the decisions that we're making. You know, a lot of the times when Naomi st- and I start a project, we start a Pinterest board. Oh, every time. Um, and I, I feel like I've gotten better at that too, of going, I know what I want. I just don't always know how to do it and yes. things like that. And we don't always agree. And so there will be decisions that we are going to ask the community to decide and Abs- vote for <laughs> because we don't always agree on stuff. <laughs> like I'm actually thinking about tartan at the moment. So we could ask a lot of people about tartan. I, yes, I actually did like those tartan things that you sent me the yeah. other day. It wasn't a, a an area that I thought we would go into, but it's very cool. It is very cool, isn't it? And also what I love about this new bank project, the Rose Farm is so ridiculously feminine. Oh, my gosh. So, so feminine. So grandma <gasps> and that's that is a little part of our personalities, but I think the bank is bringing out our boss lady personality. 100%. It's bringing out that Damn. I am bold bitch. Yes, and way more masculine and, you know, it's a lot of uh, navy and mustard yeah. and all that leather. kind of Leather. Yes, leather. So um, we are getting a sponsor to do our beautiful tiles in our bathrooms and it is thebluespace.com.au. It's the only time I've ever done a sponsored post and they've got a 10% coupon for Australians for anything on their website. Is yeah. that right? Um, and it's chill 10, so chill and then one zero. Um, so thank you, Blue Space, for um, doing this partnership with us. It's a, as I said, it's the first time I've done it. You've done it a million times and um, I don't care about pimping myself for, for beautiful tiles. But um, I don't know if we've decided on the tile. So... Are you going to give me a bit of a preview or are we going to oh. are we literally going to do a voting thing on the thing because I've been so busy the last couple of months I haven't done as much shopping as I would have liked except for my Pinterest boards on the bank. Well, we may have decided on the tiles and three pallet loads of them may have been oh. delivered today. <laughs> <laughs> what color are they? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm I'm actually you can tell I just yeah, got ridiculously you're excited. horny for tiles. I'm horny <laughs> as hell for tiles. I tell you. Um, so we've got deep navies. We've got beautiful whites with lipped edges. We've got marbles. We've got herringbone. We've got matte finishes, oh high gloss finishes, all combined. <gasps> and we have the most amazing geometric tile like yes. it's just anyway i get a bit excited we'll, we'll put a link i'm sure below to the oh, bank so everyone yes. can see the ridiculous tiles that i'm now talking about yes. and the tap anyway it's a lot we will lot. we will share it because um i i don't know if people know that about me that side of me that really loves working with you on all the design stuff and how much i've just enjoyed learning from you the last Thank couple you. of years about it and you know i don't always get it right and so it's really great to have that yeah have have you to teach me about those things I think one of the things that you're really good at is vision you are phenomenal at vision you are phenomenal at theming and vision and you're actually theming theming. well Hmm. it was you when we first went to buy the bank at the auction when you were like, let's just pay more. Oh, um, my God. That was so funny. That is a whole <laughs> other me, podcast. because I didn't want to have uh, – uh, guys, so we bought this at auction <laughs> and I hate auctions and it was so stressful and Mark and Naomi wanted to, to like, hard us and 
and not and pay anymore. Did. And I and I just wanted to walk away and I was like, can we just pay more so we don't have to have this conversation? And they were both like, no, no. we're not. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, but do I have to stand here and listen to this awkward negotiation tactic? But that day you were you literally went, oh, my God, there is the font. Oh, my God, imagine navy. Oh, my God, imagine green. So you are very good I love that at part. feeling in your stomach what a property needs. Like So that theming of well, it. Well, I pay more attention now from what I've learned from you. And so, you know, when I was in London and I was, like, taking pictures yeah. of toilets and stuff, <laughs> and I was at the, um, oh, what's that fancy place, Fortnum and Mason, um, that has the fancy tea shops and things. And I was yeah. like, I have to take a picture of these toilets to send to Naomi. I have to take a picture of these knobs because now I appreciate those little details. details. And it's really, mm. yeah, it's super fun to be able to, uh, you know, spend, I mean, let's face it, for the last couple of years, pretty much all of my business profits have gone into the farm. <laughs> 100%. Rose Farm has it all, man. It has, it has every penny of it. All gone there. Um, and some boring investment properties. But I have to, yeah, it's hard for me to not want to just renovate everything because you've taught me that. You've see, like taught me the, to see the possibilities and see what can be done. And you know what? I was this, you're going to laugh at this. I was looking the other day because we've got an investment property that has a really ugly terracotta floor. Yeah. And because you're just such a can-do person, I was like, I'm sure I could just do a laminate floor myself. I love you so I'm much sure for I that. Could. I was like, she's, you, did you have a shot? Well, I started to look on Bunnings and I started to do the room calculator and I was like, oh, it's just. And then I saw someone who does like an install and I'm like, it's actually probably cheaper just to get them to do it because I'm going to make so many mistakes that I don't even know that I don't know. And that's the hardest part for so many people <laughs> renovating hay. They can't know what they don't know. And that's really hard. It'd be like if I suddenly went, I'm going to do my own accounting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, but you've made me feel like I can do all the things. So I'm like, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to do a floor laminate. With a Naomi with a in your pocket, and, you can. I know, but then I was like, how am I going to cut around the edges? And I, I was like, oh, no, it's just too hard. But that's where I think we're, we do make a great team because I bow out very quickly at the, oh, my God, that's too hard. And you can just make it happen when I've, That's just, where we when are I've a lost very good interest. Team. We are a very good team yeah. with that, without doubt. And you also, when I am being a bit accumulatory, like when I'm like shutting down going, no, no, that'll cost too much, you'll be like, <laughs> babe, babe. And so it is good. Like it works both ways. It does work both ways. It is. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for jo- thank you for coming into the studio. Pleasure. I appreciate it. I feel like we could have just sp- spoken for hours longer because there's so many so many lessons I think that we've learned, not only from working together, but seeing each other work on our various projects. Because you've um, you've got your Carrington hey. house. I've got I've just put a cough while you stupidly. <laughs> um, you've got your Carrington house. You've got your farm. And what's really cool too is that. Um, we swap around all of our stuff. Oh, 100%. And someone said to me the other day, someone was looking at the deck at carrying at the Rose Farm. Yes, that's from you. And that was the property. old 1800s floorboards from Carrington Street. And then someone was looking at something at my farm and I'm like, "Oh, that's from the Rose Farm." Yeah. Like uh, and it's uh, it's actually a beautiful sustainability lesson yes about being open-minded about what you see in properties and where else they could be amazing yes. because we've been without we're neither of us are full-on greenies if i'm allowed to say that we're not no. like we're just we are conscious of the world and yeah. the role we play but it's something that we've actually both done really well with with our properties we've been like you know what that that could go there that That's could go you, there yeah. let's change that color oh my god let's make this out of that let's make that yeah. out of that um so yeah and, and it is really nice because they're all kind of connected i know like it's i forever. do i do really like that i feel like there's an energetic piece of each of our properties that they, they share together yes 100 percent. and um also you have literally hand painted most of the furniture at my farm yes you've literally painted it with your own hands and sanded it with your yes own hands that's that's so you know you know my vibe on that i feel that all the energy that we put into the decisions and the visioning and the creation i believe that people feel that yeah i, I truly do yeah and um yeah and also if you're in my sacred money archetypes course naomi has an interview in there too about her philosophy around space and you know she helped me with all the sets for that and you know her 
um, her energy is very much in those spaces too. So everything, yeah, as I said, every video pretty much I've done has been styled by Naomi. Yay. I should do like a credits at the end of my no, videos. No, 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 like, not at all. Styled by Naomi Finlay, <laughs> Australian <laughs> renovation royalty. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, um, thank you again. And so Pleasure, you can babe. find uh, Naomi at Naomi Findlay Official on Instagram, but naomifindlay.com.au as well? Nah, no, just dot .com. Yeah, naomifindlay.com. Um, and she really is just such a beautiful person and um, will inspire you to create beauty in your life, whether it's growing dahlias um, or, you know, creating a beautiful space. And I know that the work that you've done at the farm, a lot of people contact me and say it's inspired them oh. to, like, have their own property and their own space and their own retreat centres and their own holiday houses. That's so good. And that's your energy in there. So that's thank ours. you. It is ours. Oh, my it gosh. Is ours. It is ours. Thank you. All right, lovelies. Well, I'm not going to have a final thought for today because this has obviously been a super, super long episode. So thanks for listening and thanks for um, being with us through, you know, this really truth-laden journey of ups and downs and money and partnerships and working with your partner and all of, and kids all of those fun things so thanks Naomi thank you for having me babe thanks for listening to chill and prosper tell your friends to chill and prosper review and subscribe we hope you had a very good time